Hello, everybody. So, I am back. How's everyone doing? I mean, I know no one's really, like, part of this right now, but still. I just want to see how everyone's doing. Hello there. Making hand wave gestures you guys can't see. But, anywho. So, I totally, um, I fucked up. And, you see, I was gonna actually, like, do a whole... You know, write down shit and uh, make everything plans. And uh, yeah, you see, I have a horrible tendency when I start doing that. I start like, eh. So, anywho. So, I guess the topic today is really just going to be on the fly shit. It's going to be it's gonna be a mix mash of everything, I guess. You know, um, I have my buddy here, Luis. I'm good. <laughs> if you can hear him laughing in the background. Um, he might not want to talk, but I mean, I'm going to try to force him, so... Anywho, you see, so now I got him talking. Say hello to the weird random people of the internet. Hello there, weird random people of the internet. My name is also Lewis. This is kind of awkward for me. Yeah, so, so there he is. I, like I said, I'm going to, you know, we're going to, well, I'm going to talk about some, may, might answer, may get him to answer some questions. We'll see. We'll see how the weird, so anywho, I guess on the fly cuff shit, um, as he's as Luis also put it, you know, on the fly cuff, you know, he wanted to do relationship things, and maybe we might do that, you know, we might add a little bit of a little bit of that in there. But um, so anywho, I guess the whole thing about doing a podcast is you probably should be structured. Yeah, that's really that's really something that I'm starting to notice. This is you know you got to really be structured because or else you're gonna be like um uh ooh, uh ooh. you're not gonna know what to talk about unless you're able to you know come up with off the fly shit. But anywho, I know I cuss I cuss a lot. It's it's gonna happen. It's you know uh, I don't I don't really give a fuck about the deal whole. Uh, dude, there we go. Say it. <laughs> deal with that shit. There we go. Boom. Anywho, um. Well, no, because, yeah, because you have a lot of people that talk about, like, oh, when you cuss in a normal everyday conversation, it shows a lack of intelligence. And it's like, really? If that was the case, then why were cuss words invented in the first place? <clears throat> if it showed a lack of intelligence, not only that, but it, there's a certain thing about cuss words. You know, there you it, it adds that emotional oomph that you need. That You know, sometimes when you're in a situation, you're like, oh, I had a bad day. Like... Okay, what type of... I had a fucking bad day, man. That You know, that as that... Instead of saying, you know, trying to go into the whole... Trying to sound sophisticated and be like, Oh, I had a melancholic, obtuse day that made me feel so remote. And, you know, all that. You know, don't get me wrong. Some, if you're writing the book or if you're, you know, you're trying to sound fancy or anything like to people, then of course, I mean, go ahead. You use, you know, use your sophistication. Use, you know... I guess I wouldn't say kiss ass because obviously no, you don't want to kiss ass. But you, you know, at the same time you don't want to overdo it. You don't want to start, you know, spouting off different words that you might not even know, or spouting off like trying to sound inteligencia, as they say. Um, I think that's the term. I don't know, but as they say, like you know, you start using sophistication in a way that tries to demean people. That's also another thing that a lot of people, when they try to sound like, oh, I'm smarter than you, they start saying, you know, start soliloquizing their words i know i'm not probably using that word in the right tense but i it, it sounds cool but no you see that's another thing you're trying to sound cool you're trying to sound like ooh, yeah i'm hip i know words that you may not know so yeah you see i am getting him to i'm getting him to giggle and grin over here so yes yes it's, it's, it's uh, this is all getting a bit random right now and it's uh 
I really don't see any rhyme or reason to where this conversation is going. That hence the laughter, but <laughs> and hence your laughter. But but yeah, I mean, do you, Louis? I guess do you. And you see, we have the greatness of another Louis here that adds to this nice little spectacle. God, I, I we got I gotta do this more. Gotta get more people into this. But anywho, but yeah, words. I mean, when you think about it, words are really weird. Because I mean. Who was the first motherfucker to come up and be like, we're, I'm going to make a word and it's going to be motherfucker. Like, or who is, you know, the word, the words I'm talking about right now. Someone saw it in their mind. They saw a bunch of symbols, saw a bunch, saw a bunch of scratches on the wall and decided that this letter meant that. Exactly that. And nothing else. Yep. And so now when you think about it, then you start, you know, putting other letters together. You start putting other scratches. Because, I mean, when you think, when you put it, when you put a piece of paper and you write hello, what is that? It's a bunch of lines. It's a bunch of, scra- it's a bunch of scratches on a piece of, the, on, on the skin, I should say, of a dead organism, a tree. Because that's where, you know, obviously it comes up with, it's, 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 it's compost of other living organisms. But, you know, that's the main thing. It's trees, different types of trees, and they produce different types of papers. So you're writing on the dead, you're basically writing on the dead skin of an organism. Which sounds really weird when you put it, but that's really what it is. All the paper that you know in school and stuff when you're doing on tests, you're writing on a tree that was once alive. Let that notion sit in your head. But anywho, yeah, so you're, you put, you're drawing these lines, you're putting these scratches on a piece of paper or on a whiteboard, whichever it is, and... As you're sitting there, you start, you know, you slowly start to realize, like, is that really what that word means? Like, for example, good example, tree. Is that really what is that really what it means, or is that just because we've been taught that for so long that that's the only understanding we have of it? At least for those of us who are just purely centered on the physical, material realm, on the in the physicality of our sight. Is that what it is? Is this a pen? Is that a cigarette? Is that a is that some juice in that Gatorade bottle? I'm not trying to advertise for Gatorade. I probably shouldn't have said that. Either way, that's not an advertisement. Just what's right in front of me, literally. The other Luis is drinking it. But yeah, so you know, there's the pumpkin right there. There's I'm sitting on sitting on I, I guess a chair. I mean, it's not a chair. What would you call this? Uh, it's it's I would say it's a wicker chair. There you go. Beware the wicker basket gods. But anywho, sorry, that's from a movie that me and another person here, you start saying the wicker basket gods. But anywho. Yeah, so when you start really thinking about words and what they mean, you start realizing that there's a really big disconnect with what the words are and what they actually mean and how they are actually related to our environment. And this goes back, you know to since ages you know the existentialists were one of the major people to start focusing on that on the fact of how words seem so meaningless it, it really only meant what we actually the meaning that we prescribe them we literally are putting a bunch of lines together and our perception is forming them into a visualization of what our thoughts are and you start to realize hey can I actually think without using words? And, you know, just let that sit there. Can you think without using words? Don't use words for a second. Just think without words. Walk us through that, Louis. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, um, so, so you did that. Were you able to do it? Because, I mean, I wasn't able to do it. 
I still am not able to do it sometimes. Something like, you know, because our minds are literally, we've been programmed since such a small age to literally think with words, to our, describe our entire environment with words. I mean, when you're a kid, would say, say what you feel. What do you feel? Oh, I'm happy. I'm sad. I'm angry. I'm joyful. I'm all of these things. I'm having fun. I'm, you know, I'm playful. You're, you're now, you're literally pushed you you have to now regurgitate all these teachings and thoughts that other people had that they were also taught and been forced to regurgitate as the actuality of what things are when in reality it isn't it is not the actuality at least in my opinion uh, and i feel like it's also you know the buddhists have also buddhism has also discussed this a lot especially zen buddhism zen buddhism talks about how there's the disconnect that we put in words and how the words are not really what we think they are the conceptualization of what we think is when it isn't because there's a disconnect when you start trying to just like for example when you there's the sublime moments the surreal moments of of what is called to be you know i'm gonna say spiritual some people will say religious but you know uh, spiritual slash religious whatever you want to call it epiphany when you realize that you are you're in a moment that is there is no way can be explained because when you think about it the words there haven't been prescribed they haven't been brought to life and then that starts you to thinking do is there more moments in life where words cannot describe series of events that happen for example what is what is commonly referred to as you know random happens chance or randomness you know where we think everything happens just it could be coincidence but when you think about it, when you woke up this morning or, you know, you know, you you set your alarm for, let's say you have a job at eight and it takes you 30 minutes to commute. So it takes you like 30 minutes to get ready, eat something, brush your teeth. Maybe, I, I don't know how your moon, morning routine is, but I mean, I'm just assuming this is how it is for, you know, but anywho, so say you have work at eight, you wake up at seven, you put an alarm at seven o'clock, you wake up at seven. So you obviously hear your alarm, you start doing everything and you get on time to work now. What if you were a minute late, you know, and it's always in those, you know, chances where you're a minute late or, you know, even 30 seconds late that, you know, you start noticing different things happening. You say, for example, you know, you were you were two minutes late to work. Right. And as you were rushing to get, you know, you found the parking spot and you, you notice the car. You happen to notice cars, you know, car, you, you guys probably you've been working at this job for however long. And you, but you've been there enough to recognize the cars of other co-workers that you at least talk with. And you recognize, you know, some cars here and there. And you notice this car at least that you haven't seen at all, period. And you're like, huh, I wonder what's this car. But, of course, then it gets shoved to the back of your mind. As you know, boom, you get out, you know. You start kind of like semi-jogging to to wherever you work, office, fast food place and everything. And, boom, you get there and, oh, there's a new girl there. And she just happens to be looking confused. You know, she doesn't look like she knows where she's going. Or it could be, you know, if you're whichever one if you know he might be not be knowing where she goes and so you go and you you help you offer to help out now what if you'd been there to work early or on time you may not have met this person and say so now you see this person and you start you know talking with them obviously you're trying to be helpful no ulterior motive and as you go you progress you start you know 
day one you get you help her and you know oh thank you very much you go start to doing your work you know you start thinking to yourself oh maybe you know he he or she was cute or you know whatever and then you know later down the line you start saying oh she works in your department what or she works where you work what and uh, <clears throat> wow that was really horrible um but anywho so as you start going you start to get get to know her him better and you start to realize you know six months down the line you got feelings for them now let's backtrack back to the when you first met them like i said what if you were on time you would have never met them I mean, perhaps you might have, you know, obviously it's like I said, worked in an apartment, but you wouldn't have stuck out like you did at that moment because you were the first friendly face or first face that offered to help. And so now your mind is your, your mind, sorry, your face, who you are is now made an impression on her or him. And you obviously, you know, so now you see those little happens chances where that we declare random that you know we think is random and stuff like that and there's really no words to actually describe those you know we we call them there's um it's uh what is that synchronicity um thank you Luis. even though you helped me i saw your face and it helped me i was just about to say but then you got it on your own i'm proud of you you see look at that two minds are better than one but or like the moment that just happened right now he thought of the word and I somehow thought of it synchronicity synchronicity but it's it's amazing it's literally the way that word when you think about what that word actually means and what it's supposed to apply and what it's supposed to you know relate to is it's synchronicity is the idea that we are all connected in some way shape or form I know that's like a very butchered very like ugh way to put it but for for those of you that want to look up the word do please do it is it is amazing all the 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 different aspects of that it actually applies for and you'll start to notice it more because once you actually start paying attention to something you'll start seeing it more instead of walking around like a robot or a zombie just getting through your day don't do that just actually pay attention you know stop for five minutes and look around you smell and just pay attention because that is really important how much you pay attention to your environment because once you actually start paying attention to your environment you'll start seeing a lot of these things you'll start noticing like is that really what that word means can you really describe this is that for example when we say the word perfect when you think about the actual meaning of that word that word should not even exist because how can we know what perfection is? How can that word even exist if we have never had the concept, the actuality of perfection? But so then that go to, that deems to think, have we had an actual conception of what or, or actual, you know, not perception, but an actual moment of perfection that and does perfection exist? Which would be a nice little topic for another time, actually, which I'm probably... That's actually a really nice topic that I'll probably talk about at a later point. But anywho, back on track. The words that we use to describe those types of moments, to describe happen chances or synchronicities that occur in our lives, and we can't find the right words, and it starts 
at least for me. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm assuming that if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably starting, you know, maybe you picked up interest. Maybe you saw the description and you're like, ah, maybe we'll see. We'll give this guy a shot. I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts were, but um, I mean, I'm hoping that's what it was. And you're like, hey, let's give this guy a shot. Let's see what he's saying. But anywho, um, so as you're going through it and you start noticing these things, you start noticing that words are actually very weird and very irrational because how we actually put words together we you know we shuffle them around we shuffle these lines around and not just for the english language but for almost any language you start realizing that a lot of these words have very actual meaning or relation to our actual perceptuality of what life is of what it is um and I'll, as you say, I will definitely get more into what it, at least I describe as it, is. It is. No, it's not the movie. I know you guys are going to be just saying, oh, it's about, no, it's not. It's not the movie. It's just something that came up, uh, something that uh, someone else brought up, actually, a philosopher called Alan Watts. And I like the term a lot because, you know, it's a very neutral word. When you say it, 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 it is, you know, it, it's, it's, a new, it's a neutral term, at least for me, that I like to use to describe everything and Luis is leaving so i'm just gonna put him real quick so he can say bye to you guys well later you guys uh i, I might show up next time who knows uh the conversation started off really really weird at first i will have to say but then it, it got focused and this is actually a very interesting topic because i've also thought about the origin of words and uh how the hell did someone like our ancient ancestors freaking using sticks to start fires and whatnot, all of a sudden come up with the idea of, I'm going to use this vocalization, and it's going to mean this. So I've, I've thought that to be very interesting. It's a, unfortunately, I have to go, but it's getting to a very interesting topic that I myself have thought about. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, two kinds, sir. Two kinds. Anywho. But um, yeah, like... When you start thinking about like all these different words that we use and how we, but yeah, as anywho, as I was saying, sorry, I went a little bit off topic there. Alan Watts, uh, the philosopher, he is a, he was very much into Zen Buddhism himself and to describing you know what words are, and not just the words, but our, our meanings in life and how we go about viewing things. Um, he's also a very cool guy that you should check out. Um, a lot of his teachings, you know, are actually available on. You know the media on the internet you you should really check him out i personally like him i love him he a lot of his discussions on life in general are very mind-opening once you actually start to think about what it all actually means but anywho when you start actually to think about all these words and how they really don't they mean very little i mean very little and you can't really find an actualization of what these words means is when you actually start to question a lot of what you've been taught because like i said we've been taught to think in words our whole thought system our whole process of of understanding is in words and how we feel is also taught to us in words we're described once we feel a certain feeling that's happiness or anger or hatred or love 
or kindness or gentleness you know or you know it's it's once you start breaking it down you start to realize that why does this specific emotion the why is it even called an emotion why is it even called a feeling and why does that feeling have also another very specific word you just, you start going deeper and deeper into the philology the study of words and you start to realize the meaning behind them where they came from and the fact that you'll realize that a lot of these words are actually just transplanted from other older words that then got recycled, used, and then put in a different format in almost every single language, you know. No one, not very few people speak 5th century English because that language, that form of language, that idealization of perception into, um, I think phonotics are just the sound vibration, sound vibrations and as we put them and now identify them as words because that's what it is really I'm making a sound a vocal sound from my mouth or not from my mouth but my I'm making of vibrations are coming out of my mouth that then form these words that form what we think are words and for and then they are then vibrating into another person and then they think about their past and they think about their their perception of these words all in the split of a second like just like that snap sorry i kept trying to snap my fingers i don't think it was picking up but i probably shouldn't have worried about it too much but anywho <clears throat> you start and it all happens in a split of a second all these thoughts and perceptions and language that we've been told to believe as truth is now then brought up in an instant moment of what does this word mean to me for example if you were to say i am happy to someone you're now immediately bringing up tons and tons of memory if someone had you know or maybe very few memories depending on the person what they are you know what happiness means to them how they perceive happiness what that their idea of what happy is and then they're brought up in the split of a second and then they and they see that you are happy in your form of what happy is in your thoughts in your past of what happy is and then they speak about it they talk about it so when you actually think about what words really mean and what how it all goes down you start finding that words are very ineffective at least to me words are very ineffective creations that we've made to describe our environment to describe our life even though right now what a podcast is i'm literally using words to talk to you guys about how words are logical and irrational which is in and of itself weird it, it makes it makes no sense to try to use something illogical to describe itself if it, if in and of itself it's illogical then how would it be that i how can i prove something that is illogical when i'm using the same form to prove that it is logical it would be a fallacy so which bring them begs the question is language fallacy or am i just being fallacious Am I, is my thoughts fallacious? Are my, is my, my train of thoughts the way I'm going towards it fallacious? Um, and then you said, you see, now that begs uncomfortable questions because you have been living your whole life based upon using words to describe everything. And now you are forced to use words to describe words, which is what you, the dictionary is using words to describe words. But how could something describe itself in that sense? You know, how would the word, if I were to use tree in and of itself, how would I use tree to describe tree? 
just the word not 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 the actual what we consider a tree that our representation of what tree means but how would i what would i what would it mean to say a tree is a tree by just using the word tree how would i describe the word tree by just using tree no other words and there's that little stop there's that little well you know you start saying, well, it's, you know, it's part of an organ. No, no, no. But don't use other words to describe another word. Just use the word itself to describe what it is. And you start to realize that you need other words to describe a word. You know, a tree is a multi-celled organism that through photosynthesis lives, produces oxygen through the intake of, I believe it's carbon monoxide carbon monoxide or carbon dioxide whichever one i'm sorry i should really should like i said on the cuff shit so you know if i if i if there's any really scientific things wrong please be like i said feel free to criticize me as long as you're doing it because you know what maybe i fucked up or i said something wrong or you know whatever it is in that sense yeah anyway but yeah it's a you know it's it's multi-celled organism that produces oxygen by intaking carbon monoxide and, or dioxide. I think, yeah, because I think it was CO2 levels or that are, you know, it's, or it's the same, the treehouse, the greenhouse effect. Sorry, treehouse effect. What the fuck am I talking about? Greenhouse effect. And, but anywho, but yeah, we, we start to realize that you need the words to describe another word. And then you need those words to describe themselves, other words, and so on and so forth. So it is a vicious cycle. Which is, it's a really interesting, it's also, I'm sorry, another, like I said, I love Alan Watts, he's really good, and he talks about it at one point, it's, 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 what is a vicious cycle? You start to realize that when you use words to describe words, it is a vicious cycle, because you're using the same paradigm to describe itself. You're using the same thought to describe thought. And how does it play out? How does it form? in our world how does it form in our thought process so i just want to leave you guys with that um anywho thank you very much for listening i am i do really apologize for you know come i will i promise i will do better and i will actually have not so much a written script but i will have some pointers to at least keep me on topic instead of bouncing around like this because as you noticed i bounced around a lot um, at least with different things I am going to see you know maybe I'll, I'll probably drag Luis I'm going to try to drag Luis back into this um, he's a really cool guy but anywho so now I'm going to actually um, but yeah I promise I'm going to start you know writing my shit down put some pointers there so that way I can stay on topic stay with the flow and not go too much you know but anywho <clears throat> I will try to make a better episode next time Again, I am still a beginner. I should have realized this considering I love listening to podcasts and I love listening to how other people do it. But um, yeah, I want you know I want to make this my own podcast. Anywho, think about it. Just you know about the topic and you know what what's your thing. And if you have any ideas, like I said, any ideas, feel free to comment. Feel free to shoot them, and I'm more than willing to look at them, think about it, and you never know. You might notice that you have an actual idea for it and i'll definitely give you credit just let me know i'll definitely shout out your name at the very beginning of the episode and i'd be more than grateful to you know hey maybe find a way to include you in this you know full maybe the whole time or a little tidbit if whatever way anywho 
I do really appreciate guys that listen to this. I know, you know, maybe not anyone's listening to this, but if you do happen to just stumble upon this little thing, just know that very much appreciated. And I want to leave you guys with have a good night and get some rest. Gotta get some rest. Get your beauty sleep on. And as I said, into the void, we do go.